0: Hey freaks, this is Buddha, a.k.a. Roger, and I'd like to welcome you all to the first Buddha's Bar and Grill podcast. For those of you who stumbled to uh, to this podcast through iTunes or whatever, I'd suggest heading over to com to see what I'm all about. This being the first show, I should probably lay the crown work down and let you know what you can expect in episodes to come. This will be a basic entertainment podcast covering games, movies, TV, music, and such. Um, whenever the need arises, we'll tackle politics, because, I mean, when you've got politicians like Sarah Palin handing you easy setups, it's kind of hard not to slam a punchline na- punch down her throat. For all intents and purposes, this show is going to be pretty much broadcast live, just because there's not going to be any editing post-recording. I don't have the time for it, I'm not going to put any energy into it. Don't expect to have me edit out coughs or sneeze or other bodily explosions Um, seeing as this is going to be recorded mainly in the early evenings most of the time you can expect to hear my kids or my wife or my dog in the background and again not going to be editing any of that out I have a life I have a family and if that means that the show is going to come off as a little unprofessional because you hear them gaming in the background then that's the price I'm willing to pay Uh, family that games together stays together I don't pretend to be an expert on any subject but I do have opinions sometimes strong ones you can agree with him or not, and frankly, I give a rat's ass. Ain't going to hurt my feelings if you call me an idiot, and frankly, I've been called worse by smarter. And on that note, I'd like to introduce my co-host for the week. So the guest this week is going to be Sean, who may very well return, as long as I don't scare him off. <laughs> Regular <laughs> visitors you. to the site, and uh, all the past iterations will know him as Devian. So welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. So you actually have some big news, though. The, yeah. Uh, the big marriage. Finally tied yeah. the knot.
1: Unfortunately, you know.
0: And she's not home <laughs> to hear you say that. <laughs> no, she's not.
1: So. Honestly, I wasn't too surprised. Well, I was a little bit. Um, it's pretty much nothing's changed. It's just everything else is in her name, too. Right. That's pretty much it.
0: Pretty much it. And you guys had your honeymoon where again?
1: Rhode Island, Narragansett. Right. Which was nice for four days until we both got a stomach flu and had to leave early.
0: Right. Well, that's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you of, guys uh, have been together for quite a few now, years. Going on five years now. So the opened. honeymoon was over after the first two weeks, buddy. I hate to break it to you, but yeah, uh, no. it doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> just all downhill from here. Pretty much, and uh, you've been working on your site as well. That's pretty much all you've been up to right now.
1: Yeah, looking for a job too. Looking no, for job.
0: Yep. So just to plug the site too. Go ahead.
1: Uh, visualbomb.com. Uh, it's all my artwork and soon to be more professional work up there.
0: Fantastic. And it is nice work. And the uh, the recent changes, like I was saying before we started recording too, the recent changes to the site really show that you're getting a, a good grasp of WordPress and what it can do and how to skin it and everything. You're doing very well.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's pretty insane. I mean, what you can do with it. Complete yeah. customizability.
0: Yeah. I like I said before for most of my stuff I tend to use expression engine. I like um, I like the freedom that you have from it. Um, I that's something that obviously you can do with WordPress too. I like being able to dive in and just rewrite as much as I need to with the code.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I want to do baby steps. I want to do the WordPress and you know slowly move up there. I mean, I'm not a coder. I hate coding.
0: Yeah. Well, there's so many to choose from, too. That's the problem. In terms of, of content management systems, there's so many out there. There's a whack load of them that are free, but uh, but the, obviously the ones that have more power are the ones that you have to pay for. But there's so many to choose from right now, it's kind of hard to narrow it down to one.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when it's your first time.
0: Yeah. And then if you're going to be doing any of this professionally as well, then you got to kind of cater to what the the business needs as well in terms of the... Like, if they have already an existing CMS that they're using, you kind of ca- have to cater to them, so you got to know what they use as well. <laughs> yeah so fun, fun for you,
1: yeah, now, so well, hopefully I can get into it.
0: Oh, and there's the reply I was expecting from the wife. I just sent a text off to the wife asking her to be quiet when she gets home, so so which leads us to this beautiful iPhone that I have now. <laughs> actually you it's nothing new for you because you're in the states i'm in canada and so the iphone has actually been out for you guys for quite a while but it's only been out for us for a couple of months now really? and oh yeah and initially i was not planning on getting it just because the um the provider for it is rogers and they were when you looked at their, pl- their price plans it was pretty much gouging it was terrible like they they were not giving you a lot and um if you were paying i think the max one was 105 bucks or some damn thing and you only got 4 gigs so well i should say only that's excuse me that's quite a bit but what they did is there was enough people that were bitching about it that they decided to offer up a uh, introductory package so for the first month that it was out if you got it you got 6 gigs and it was only 30 bucks so i kind of decided well if i'm going to get one of these at any point i may as well get it now just because once that intro package is out there's no way in hell i'm ever going to get one <laughs> so what's your price plan kind of like how much do you have
1: i got the eight gig right. uh, 3g and it was honestly it was the cheapest phone in the entire store it was only 200 um i'm paying 120 dollars between me and jess for our plan that's unlimited internet and everything
0: and that's unlimited see you bastards get that we don't over (laughs) here there is no unlimited so it's it's not like you're nickel and diming for for six well if you got the lower end plan yeah you are for the six gig i'm not too too worried but even then whenever i'm sending a photo from work kind of thing i'm thinking ah this is using up some of my my bandwidth here I only have so much (laughs) to play with is is this lolcat really worth sending off kind of thing
1: (laughs) well they had a bigger one too they had the um I have the 8 gig. I forget what the other gig is. I think it's 10 or something. No, 16. 16 gig. Yeah, that was the one that was like, oh, you want to go for the 16? I'm like, honestly, that's. I don't want this to turn to my computer where I'm never off of it. Well, so I decided to go with the 8 gig.
0: I actually went with the 16. I, I, um, I had a 16 gig iPod Touch, which is now the wife's. Um, and I used it a lot. Like between all of the... Like between the mail and between using it for music and using it for for movies, because what I do is I'd actually bring it to the office and watch it during breaks or whatever. Um, it's uh, it's it's very nice and it does fill up fairly fast, kind of thing. So I figured, well, especially with the apps now, and the apps are coming so fast that yeah. I know this sucker's going to fill up with apps like in no time at
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a couple now, and I uh, downloaded actually three more last night. So. I might have to upgrade to that 16 gig eventually. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, again, I do find it makes a big difference. But then it, it's a matter of convenience, too. Like, you don't have to to have as much stuff on there in terms of, like, music and, and, and movies. But I just like being able to, like, I, I just downloaded the entire discography of Sting. And so I decided, what the hell, you know? Just grabbed every single song, shoved it on the iPhone. Um, <laughs> I'm getting caught up on... Uh, on Battlestar Galactica, which I knew I shouldn't, but I knew I'd get hooked, but finally I caved. So I've been getting caught up, so just let's grab the entire first season, shove it on there. And uh, and I just find it's a lot easier that way too kind of thing.
1: There you go. You know, well, I've been mainly doing podcasts. I mean, I haven't touched, even braced, what iPhones is capable of. I haven't downloaded any songs onto my iPhone or movies yet, just podcasts.
0: Well, I haven't downloaded any of the movies from from iTunes. I just put on whatever I've got kind of thing.
1: Oh, there you go, yeah.
0: So it's a lot easier that way and a lot cheaper, let's be honest. <laughs> what are some of the apps that you're actually using quite a bit?
1: Uh, Twitterific. I'm using the free version, though. I mean, it, there's an ad that pops up like once every three days. It really doesn't bother me. Uh, Twitterific and NetNewsWire for my feeds. And I just got Stanza, which is pretty much a free ebook reader. It pulls from different libraries and I mean, we're talking George Orwell kind of stuff, and uh and just yep. pretty decent books.
0: I should have got that one as well. Um, I would, <laughs> I got it while I was at the office one day and thought, hey, this wouldn't be too bad. I can read some of these classic novels during my, my breaks and whatever. And I went on a downloading frenzy. I just like <laughs> everything from Beyond Good and Evil to The Jungle Book and The Time Machine, you name it, Art of War. I haven't read a single one yet. I haven't had the time. Wow. But I do have it. I've got uh, most of the ones that I've gotten have been the the, the free apps kind of thing. But um, I've actually paid for, for a number of them as well just because they looked like they'd be something that I'd use quite a bit. Like I've got uh, Piccoli for the... Um, to edit pictures and whatnot, which is, is, is pretty nice, actually. I've got Comic Touch, just for the fun of it, kind of thing. It's nice <laughs> being able to take a picture and slap a caption or something on it and then just send it off. Oh, I do it yeah. with the kids all the time, so it's fun. I picked up um, Sketches, which isn't bad as well if you want something. Like, I know that the notes is for reminders, but sometimes you need that visual reminder. So it's nice for that. You can take a picture of something or whatever, tack it on the tack board, and then I, I tend to check that more often than the notes, so
1: oh, that's cool i might have to check out that one then
0: yeah i can't remember how much i was it wasn't a lot though like most of the, like the only ones that i've paid more for have been um well actually only the one i put i bought spore origins but uh, and that one's 10 bucks but uh other than that they're all all the freebies i'm not using twitterific i'm actually using twitter what is it twitter later um which does the job actually i don't mind it at all
1: yeah, I looked through them. I'm such a, I mean, you know, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a very big visual person. Um, I didn't like how it looked. I mean, I went to Twitterific, and I absolutely loved it.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll have to give it a shot. Like I said, I haven't tried that one. Um, but some of the other ones I've got, too, I've got, uh, I picked up a recorder. It was a buck. And I was hoping the sound would be better. It's its not too bad, but uh, it's not certainly anything that I'd use in any professional capacity. I don't know if it would sound better if you had a better mic that you could hook up to, it, like a Bluetooth thing yeah but i mean that's the the other bane with the iphone is that the not all the bluetooth headsets work with it which <laughs> is really a, a pisses me off it's because all it is is they have to just firmware update so that they'll all work but they're waiting until they release their headset which is i don't know when that's coming but i did hear rumor of that
1: 450 yeah for
0: well yeah thanks I'll i'll buy those really nice bose headsets that i saw at Future Shop, there are two hundred and fifty bucks, and crazy to hear those things. <laughs>
1: have you tra- I find it so funny. You guys have a thing, a shop called the Future Shop. Like, I'm sorry to get off track. It's just, it's hilarious to me. Like, you walk in there, you're like, "It's the future." It's
0: the Future Shop, and they sell like <laughs> stuff that was last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's it's
0: between that and Best Buy around here. There's not oh, Best much Buy, like to gouge, like you no know, tomorrow too. But they're owned by the same people, so that's the thing. Really? Oh yeah, and you'll see them side by side. Like, you'll see the actual retail shops, one beside the other in some locations.
1: That's like Babbage's and EB Games. They used to be owned by the same company.
0: Right. So, yeah, I didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of the other ones that I just picked up, too, that's free that you should uh, give a shot is uh, Air Sharing, which basically changes your... Granted, you've only got the 8 gig, but, like, with the bigger one, it's nice because it changes your your iPhone into a, a wireless USB pen, essentially. Um so if you're within a wireless network you can set it up that it broadcasts and then you just go to the page um as an http page and uh, at the the IP address and you can set up folders you can um put any document that you want on there it's got the it uses the built-in readers that iPhone has for like uh, doc files or pdfs and whatnot it's pretty sweet actually works very well wow yeah and, uh, and then I've got Flycast that I've been using as well. I just picked that up a couple of days ago, and that's actually pretty sweet, too. I wouldn't use it while I'm on the road, because then you're, you're <laughs> streaming kind of shit. But uh, just from, like, I'll set it up in the basement, and then i got some speakers down there. I'll set it up in the basement while I'm working out, and then I get radio stations from all over the place.
1: Oh, wow. I'm going to have to pick that one up, too, definitely. I mean, we get got crap for reception done here, radio-wise. Well,
0: see, I'm, I'm from North Ontario as well, Northern Ontario, Canada. And, like, we had two radio stations, really. Um, <laughs> and one of them played the same music all the time. Oh, and it's a little bit better here in Ottawa, but I still find that, you know, it'd be nice to have some R&B stations or just some some blues stations or just a jazz station kind of thing. Anything um, different. <laughs> yeah, just something that's, I don't know, not just the same old top 40 or classic rock because it's it seems that it's one or the other in most cities. You're not getting much of a... Uh, um, a variety in terms of like again jazz like give me some nice old jazz or some nice blues or stuff and um and so yeah so this is really nice because then you can feed that through and then if you have um if you're inside where you've already got a wi-fi network then it's just you don't have to worry about it sucking up your bandwidth so but um but like i was saying about the uh i picked up the spore which was so far the most expensive one i've picked up um it actually really does a good job showing off what the system can do um you can really see how like that the, I've, I've got a bunch of games that i got only a couple of them i paid for uh, most of them are freebies but like i've got a ds hell we got three ds's in the house and uh, we got a psp as well and i can really see this thing becoming my gaming handheld gaming system um just because of the convenience, too, you're carrying it around anyways. Yeah. So it's easy just to pop in a game of Solitaire or whatever. And then when you're looking at games like Spore, like yeah, it doesn't take that long to finish, and, and it's limited in terms of what it can do, but it sure shows you what they're capable of doing. I don't know if you saw any of the screenshots for it or, or anything.
1: I've seen the screenshots. I'm a little bit interested in it, but I'm just trying to back away from handheld gaming because I know if I get into handheld gaming, my entire life is going to be taken over. I mean, yeah, I did enough on PC already.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty sad when you're sitting on the crapper and all you could think is, damn, I forgot my phone. I could have finished a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, it's pretty cool. It's um I I it still doesn't give me any like I, I have no interest still in playing the the PC version. Um,
1: you're not missing anything.
0: Yeah, see that's I've read too many things about it where the hype was far outweighed what the actual game is. So I'm really not looking forward to even, I, I probably won't even try it. Yeah. And especially with this anti-piracy and and you can only have one account per household per per game. Like that's that they just found that out and that, that
1: and the fact that the game was already pirated 3 days before the game got released.
0: Yeah. So So yeah, but the but the little handheld is nice because again it's just a little something to do. And they did it in such a way that um you can have a lot of fun anytime you play, kind of thing. I mean, within reason. Again, yeah. this is this. You can only expect so much, but um, but it is nice, and it's just a, a nice kind of clear the brain kind of thing. And and it's well designed in terms of making use of the fact that it's an iPhone with a camera and everything too. So you can actually use the camera to take a picture of something to use as a skin for your 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 creature.
1: So, yeah, so I thought that was pretty neat. I mean yeah. that's really taken the phone's capabilities to the next level.
0: Exactly. So yeah, I actually my little creature has a wood pattern on it because I <laughs> Took a picture of the table. I was sitting playing at the table. And I saw them. I went, What the crap? So I took a picture of the table. Actually, I tried taking a picture of my son first, and I put it on the creature, and then it scared the crap out of me. And I went, nah, we're going to go with wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more simple, easier to pattern. But uh, but no, it's pretty cool. And then you could take a picture from your library as well kind of thing. So let's just say you had a picture of like a, a stainless steel background that you downloaded kind of thing. You could slap it on. Your creature's armored now. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. And um I like how they don't do it in this game, but um, some of the other games now, they have figured out that one of the ways to get around the lack of controls is to build in um, touch controls on the screen, like a D-pad that's virtual that you use to steer and whatnot
1: yes that's dangerous that that would probably if they implement that on some future games i'd probably replace the PSP and ds
0: oh yeah because again you can do anything all you got to do is draw out the graphic and then set it up and then boom you've got yourself a d-pad or two d-pads or whatever how many buttons you need and the screen is a a fair enough size that you can actually put quite a bit of stuff the only problem is of course if you get bigger hands then you're screwed but (laughs) even then it's uh it's pretty cool but uh, other than that, I've been playing the. Uh, I've got. I picked up a Sudoku one that I paid for. It was only a buck or something. It's actually really good. Um, I got the Toybot one that I bought as well, which is actually a lot of fun. And again, shows you what the system can do, which opens up the market then for because you know games are coming down the pipes for this a lot more. So you yeah, see, I
1: never understood the Toybot one. Like, what's what's so amazing about it?
0: It's just a platformer. It's, that's all it is, but it's well done. It's it it and it uses the functions of the iPhone, like the tilt functions and the touch functions, to do different things. So it oh, does cool. a good job at what it is. It's again, it's not that fancy. Um, some of it requires th- thought though, because you got to figure out, okay, well, how do I get past this point, kind of thing. And you got to use a little electric grapple hook that he has, a uh, Zelda kind of thing. And you got to <laughs> you got to have your little. Magnetic boots on, kind of thing, and whatnot, and it's just this quirky little game, kind of thing. But, but it's still, it's it's a lot of fun, actually. The only problem I had with that one, just like with the Spore, though, is I found that when you're doing the the, the tilt action, side to side, isn't too bad. But when you start to have to tilt backwards to go forwards, kind of thing, you, you're you're changing your field of vision now, so that yeah. the the screen is away from you. It's and it makes it really hard to see. Now, if you toss into that having to touch the screen at the same time, your hand will often <laughs> cover a part of the screen, making it very difficult to see. Although it's really funny to watch somebody who's watching you play, try to see as you're moving your hands all over the place. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's my only beef with, uh, with that so <laughs> far. So, and then... Uh, but but yeah, no, there's some good games. They, they just came out with the Star Wars, the, uh, the Force Unleashed. I don't know if you saw that.
1: I've seen it. I've kept updated about it but i mean i don't have any councils so i really can't get my hands on it
0: well it's 10 bucks too and again i'm thinking is it worth 10 bucks and from what i've read and the reviews that they have so far the the general consensus is no it's not worth 10 (laughs) bucks
1: it's probably just a simple port
0: yeah well the same thing with the uh, well no they actually designed um, an actual graphics engine a gaming engine for oh, well. the iPhone um, to do what it is that you want it to do. But from my understanding, you don't actually control the Sith. You just control how he attacks and things like that. So you're swiping movements on the screen are what control his attacks, but you don't actually move him.
1: So it's like old school kind of shoot 'em ups where the screen moves by itself and puts you wherever you need to do and you just need to kill the other people.
0: That's the impression I get. Now again, I haven't tried it so I can't say for sure. But uh Yeah, me neither. But yeah, that's the impression I got. And and frankly I I can't imagine if they drop the price at six ninety nine, I'll get it. <laughs> but for for 10 bucks the same with spore like i it's not like i got buyers or horses 10 bucks not a big deal but still i it, it's overpriced they should have had that for like 6.99 that would have been much yeah. better much better so um, and you can see that some of the other games are actually coming out with sales, like the um, the Cromeg racing game is on sale right now, so I don't know if it's because they're hurting for sales, and so they decided to drop the price for, for what they say is a limited time, but who knows.
1: Hey, give it a couple months. I know Valve will get their hands on it.
0: Yeah, you got. When you start seeing how much money that they're making off of, of these games, it's only a matter of time before the big boys really step in and start saying, "Okay, well, you know what? We got how many million people with these phones? There's a buck to be made here somewhere. Let's let's do it." Oh yeah. So yeah, they'll be all over it like a ham, uh, a hobo and a ham sandwich. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you saw the uh, the announcement for. Uh, not that I'm playing anymore, but I still keep up with the news once in a while. The um, the wrath has been announced, coming out on the thirteenth.
1: Yeah, how could I not? It's all everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. And the uh, collector's edition specs, what's going to be in it, and everything, which is pretty never standard fare. Me, oh, see, I'm a collector's edition whore. I just oh man, I yeah, collect them like Pokemon. So I, but even then. At this point, having bought the Collector's Edition for the Burning Crusade and been so disappointed in it, I don't think, even if I was playing, that I would have bought the Collector's for this one.
1: <laughs>
0: because it's it's the same old, same old. You got your you know, the, the art book, which... I've got both our books for the the collectors of the original as well as the collectors for the the expansion, and I mean they're stuck in the library somewhere. I don't even know where. the <laughs> uh, the mouse pad doesn't even work properly with some mice. It makes it jump all over the place, which is of course what you want when you're in a raid or something like that, trying to heal and touch or oh, uh, yeah. mouse over. And then the trading card games, well, again, pretty much useless for the most part. I was playing with my youngest for a little while, but we haven't played for months and months it just yeah, same wasn't with
1: the wife and I we we played a little bit and then we we're like okay now what
0: yeah it really didn't when years ago when my my eldest was living with us and we when he was the age of the youngest we used to play the magic cards and i mean we played the crap out of those things we had a blast oh, yeah. but this year i find that it's not nearly as fun so that the youngest and i just really haven't played it and then you got your cd soundtrack which i've never it, it probably still has the, the cellophane wrap on it from the other ones i've never even <laughs> Who the hell listens to a CD soundtrack from a game? <laughs> like, not much hey, point. Hey, don't, hey,
1: don't hate. I do. Oh, it depends, no. though. It depends. If the if the soundtrack's amazing, like I'll get it. But my problem is with the World of Warcraft soundtracks is I have to be playing the game at that time to really enjoy the soundtrack. If I'm but not the soundtrack playing it anymore, is playing
0: while you're playing the game, what the 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 CD kind of is a mood point at that point because what's the point of having the CD soundtrack playing if you can get the soundtrack from the game? It's appropriate for the zone that you're in.
1: Hey, sometimes you want to be working and just hear the theme to Mar. as oh, you walk dude. in. Yeah, so. that's
0: when you know you've got it bad. <laughs> God. And then they've got the behind-the-scenes DVD kind of thing, which is one of the few things that, yeah, okay, I actually enjoy those. But it's gotten to the point where you, granted, not for, for the Blizzard stuff, but you can download so many behind-the-scenes for stuff now through YouTube and whatnot and the, the game or videos sites that it kind of makes these redundant yeah. There's not much point to it. And then you got your Frosty, the in-game pet, which is the main reason most people are going to buy it. And it better look better than the pet that came with the, the Burning Crusade because that son of a bitch never made it out of my bag. <laughs> like
1: I don't get the... I mean, I get you have the little pet collectors in the game, but, I mean, with the very first collector's edition of World of Warcraft, there were so many goddamn Diablos and so many goddamn pandas. Like, you got sick of seeing them, and eventually people got... You're like, listen, I have, everyone else has this, might as well stop bringing it out. And it became mute. But when I
0: was playing actually towards the end, because, I mean, the game is such a juggernaut that you've got people that are joining now that never played before and have no clue. Like I would bring out my panda or my Zergling or my, my Diablo and every single time somebody would ask me, (laughs) <laughs> like where I got that. And bring out the, 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 the whelpling from the, the Burning Crusade and you yeah. get called an idiot for buying <laughs> the collector's edition. Um but the first one, no, people loved it. So
1: and, and I, I got it to it. Well they're gonna make know. it
0: easier too for the um, I don't know if you read the patch notes. I was posting about that on the site with the uh the new patch, uh, what is it, three point point two? Yeah, the, the last patch before RAF they're basically rewriting the game. And uh, one of the things that they wrote about too is they're actually going to create, um, I don't know how they termed it, I can't remember, but essentially a separate storage thing where you're a little zoo kind of thing for all of your pets and all of your mounts. And then it's going to turn them into spells instead that you can cast instead of them taking up your, your bag space.
1: I could see for C problems with that a little bit. I mean, if they have... I've, I've, maybe they have a casting bar. I mean, I don't know if it's like the regular mounts, regular mounts, you could get dropped down a little bit when you were getting hit, where it'd come back, go back. I'm just afraid of people silencing people and you can't get on a mount, you know, that's might cause some problems.
0: Um, Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know that just if I was still playing, there, yeah, if I was still playing, I'd be happy as shit because that's one of the things I love collecting like mounts and pets and they took up all my bank space. All my bank and bag space was for the freaking pets and mounts. <laughs> but I, but it gave you something to do when there's nothing else to do in the game. What are you gonna do? Hey, I I, I could use a new mount or I could use a new yeah. pet.
1: There is raiding or PvP end game. That's pretty much your two choices. Or pet collection. That's it. Yeah. Or pet collection. Or yeah. mount collection.
0: You know, that's 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 the extent of the game now. Either that or go start a nice garden somewhere in Arkhamar. So. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, so that was interesting, and then I was reading that um, there's a rumor posted on the, I think it was, which forums was it? I can't remember if it was Blizz forums, or anyways, saying that uh, Diablo 3 will probably be coming out before StarCraft 2. I don't know if you heard that.
1: Yeah, I actually did. Um, I'm kind of pissed off about that. I've been waiting for StarCraft 2 forever. I mean, Diablo 3 was just announced, I mean, how long ago?
0: yeah but they've been working on it for a long time. no, oh, I can imagine yeah like they I mean,
1: Starcraft 2. come on, man. Protoss sir.
0: <laughs> what I was reading is that the um they were talking to some of the original crew who aren't there anymore, and the they had actually started the initial phases of developing Diablo 3 just as they were finishing up d2 i mean you that's wow. that's what ten eight years, ten years? That's yeah, a, a while ago. That's a long time. So really, it's no surprise at this point that they they should be able to pound this out fairly fast. And then Diablo three's got a much larger development team that than StarCraft two does,
1: which makes me sad.
0: Yeah. See, i <laughs> I didn't play StarCraft quite as much. I enjoyed it, but I actually preferred playing Warcraft over StarCraft. Oh man,
1: StarCraft I had so much fun with. It's just the user created maps just. I mean, like I said, it was eight years ago, ten years ago that was made. I still install it to this day just to play online for a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, I I much preferred Warcraft. Well, hell, I much preferred D2, let's be honest. I played that crap out of D2. (laughs) So when I saw this, I was thinking, like, D3 is just what I need, especially considering that I dropped WoW. This is it. That's that's all I need. I'll be happy with this. Cuz it's so easy with the Diablo series just to pop in, you know, finish off a quick level and get the hell out. You haven't invested any time to speak of.
1: Oh yeah. So,
0: I'm really looking forward to it. I wish it would actually release more more videos, but they're they're being pretty stingy with them.
1: I can imagine I mean Blizzard and Valve are usually very tight-lipped about any development they're having. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So. so we'll have to see where this rumor goes. I mean, will Blizzard come out and say something, or will they just let it run its course?
0: Well, I would not be surprised if they announced the D three release this year, this fall, at their their con, um, and and I'll, I I would wager they'll announce their D three release before they announce the the StarCraft two release. Yeah. Which, yeah, sucks for you, but it's good for me. (laughs) So, have you been playing any of the Warhammer online?
1: I played the... it says open beta, but it wasn't really an open beta. It was one week, and it was like a preview of the game. I enjoyed it a little bit, but I don't know. You know, I'm still mixed feelings about it right now.
0: How do you compare it with WoW?
1: Similar, it's honestly, I believe it's what WoW should have been. It's very dark, you know, very adult and from what I'm seeing with Northrend and Wrath of the Lich King, there looks like they're trying to compete with Warhammer a little bit by making the things look grittier and the um, Armor look grittier. I mean, it was fun My main thing that stuck out with me was public quest. You walk into an area and a thing comes up and it says public quest stage one And you sit there with a group of people. You're not even grouped with them and you go through And you kill X amount of people, kill X amount of people, then a boss comes and you got to kill the boss. Then it will take the participation bonus that you did to help with the public quest and it will add an additional dice roll on top of that. And then you'll roll and you can actually get some loot from it. I thought that was just such a great idea to put into a game.
0: Well, that's pretty nice if you just want to kind of pop in and pop out fairly fast and still accomplish something.
1: Yeah, and it was decent loot, too. It wasn't like, oh, great, I got this white. It was something that was phenomenally better than what I had from quests I was doing beforehand.
0: Right. Oh, that's pretty nice, actually. Pretty nice. Huh. So so is that the, the one that you actually, like, you pre-ordered it so you got into the open beta? or?
1: I pre-ordered it at Target for a dollar just to get into the open beta. And kind of <laughs> I'm, I'm mixed feelings about joining it. So right you don't now. actually
0: know if you're going to buy the game or not.
1: I don't know, I'm really waiting on Darkfall right now, but we're it's still up in the air. I might buy, I might not.
0: And what's the actual date on um on Darkfall? Or Darkfall. E-T-
1: the only thing we know is 2008. I mean, we got 3 more months left, so who knows when it's going to come in.
0: And how long they've been working on that one?
1: 6 years in development. It just went into beta um August 27th it's been in alpha for like three years
0: right yeah I was looking at the screenshots on the on the site and they're actually pretty amazing
1: yeah they upped the ante a lot from what we've seen I mean and they even came out in the forums and said listen the screenshots you've been seeing aren't even the tip of the iceberg those are all on low those are either badly compressed or the video was so compressed it really killed the graphics and when I saw those screenshots recently I was just blown away I mean I didn't mind the graphics looking like it was before because just because what the game sounds like it's going to be but this just ups it up again
0: yeah yeah no they they are very nice you can see on some of them how it's very much like um like wow where it's a uh, an optical illusion effect where you've got flat trees kind of thing yeah. um so i don't know if this is going to have any kind of flight capabilities like the uh the flying mounts kind of thing where that's going to matter but uh but yeah, no, some of them have that flat tree effect that you see in WoW, especially in uh, the Barrens.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprisingly, no instances. You got a world that's supposed to support 10,000 people, and you got to give and take somewhere.
0: Yeah. No, it does look good. It'll be interesting. I actually have been doing a lot more console gaming since leaving WoW too. That's actually one of the benefits of of not playing WoW because WoW kills your your desire to play any other game. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's actually nice to see some of these other games and say hey actually this this is fun. So we just picked up uh, Rock Band two on uh, on Monday. So that's actually a hell of a lot of fun. The uh, I don't know if you ever played the first one.
1: Um. I didn't play Rock Band at all. I played Guitar Hero and Guitar Hero 2 and Guitar Hero 3, but I haven't touched Rock Band at all yet.
0: See, I much prefer Rock Band, and uh, we played the crap out of Rock Band the first one. We just absolutely loved it. So, like, we'd been planning on, as soon as the second one comes out to pick it up, it was out on, uh, on Sunday, but actually in the stores on Monday, so we picked it up. And, yeah, no, they made a lot of big changes that really make it a lot more fun to play. So I'm enjoying that. It's the With the first one, you had to have a character for, for every instrument. Now you can have one that does everything, which is nice. Nice. So, yeah. And then the... Um, hold on a second here. And then the... Um, you also have the option of importing all of your songs from the first one, which is nice. You also have the... Um, they gave you a, a nice little cheat code that you can use as well, where you can... Um, you can unlock every single song if you want to, so you don't actually have to, um, to play through the challenges if you don't want to. I mean, you can if you want to, but if you don't want to, you can actually unlock everything uh, just by pressing 10 notes, which is pretty nice. Nice of them to put that in kind of thing. Yeah. So we haven't actually bothered replacing any of the instruments because like, from what I've seen, it's not a big enough difference that it's worth replacing everything. So so it's not worth it. But the, just the, the game itself wasn't too much. And then, like I said, a lot of the changes that they made are certainly good. The, the one thing that disappointed me is that you can't actually import your band um, from Rock Band 1. So, Why not? I don't know. I mean- I'd I, imagine you could do that. I don't know unless there's a way and we haven't figured it out. But I didn't see it in the manual. Granted, I mean we just skimmed through it, but I, and I didn't see any of the functions anywhere um, online when we were when I was playing that would allow you to actually import your your band or your characters. And That's the big one there because like the characters that we have have accrued quite a bit of money and gear and whatnot. Because so you
1: got to start all over.
0: Yeah, which is like, <laughs> man, like we saved. Uh, well, we like. I, I had two characters, I had a drummer and I had a guitarist. And like the drummer actually played through the legendary Setlist twice because we decided to do t- twice it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work but it's a lot of, <laughs> it's like six hours of playing that's that's a job after four hours it's a job at that point but uh but we played through it well you make a small fortune from those suckers and so like my my drummer had a, a lot of money and then my guitarist had some of the guitars that i'd bought and everything well that's all gone now i'm starting from scratch which is like i said a little disappointing <laughs> So, but, uh, but anyways, yeah, no, that's, that's fun. And then on the, the, the Xbox as well, I'm playing, um, crap out of Castle Crashers. My youngest and I, are actually playing that. And that's, that's a lot of fun too, because you can actually have, uh, you can have up to four people playing. So when we play with the kids, it's just a blast. Like everybody's having fun.
1: Now, what's the basis behind that? I mean, I've read a lot about it. I've heard a lot about it. I just I couldn't get the basis of exactly what it is.
0: Oh, it's just a platformer. Go in and hack and slash and, and beat up. Oh, it. nice. So, it's kind of
1: like um, Golden Axe, pretty much. Just pretty much go around and just kill stuff and just have fun with it.
0: Basically, yeah. The It's set up in such a way that you, you progress through levels. Very much like um, uh, which the new mario one for the ds i can't remember the name name of it but anyways that kind of thing where you've got your your levels and then you move up through the levels um and then you there's a ton of unlockables um you get you start off with four characters that you can choose from um, that each have their like special ability, like uh, poison and lightning and fire and, and frost. And then as you finish different things off, you unlock other characters that you can use that have other abilities and whatnot. And oh, cool. And it's actually fun. You, you wouldn't think so, but it's actually fun. You can't wait to unlock the next one kind of thing. Um, See, it's
1: neat, because I didn't know that they had... I mean, I knew they had the four the, um, the elements, I should say. Yeah. But I didn't know you could unlock other characters, too. That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, well, I the main one that I'd been playing was... Uh, was the uh the lightning one which was fun and all that but i was getting the crap kicked out of me by certain like <laughs> you got those freaking little ninjas coming out you with their little arrows there it doesn't take long you die and um and so i decided okay well i'll make a tank too because you i mean you can have as many characters every time you unlock one well you can level that sucker up as much as you want <laughs> and so i again i'm mainly playing this one with my youngest so i thought okay well you know what i'll make a tank so that you can cast your And it's it's funny how you're using some of the same principles from a while when you you get your group going with your kids kind of thing. It's okay. I'm gonna be the tank. Okay, you can be a caster, and you can (laughs) you can be a range guy if you want and whatnot. But uh, because you got that, you you pump up the stats by by like your strength, how hard you hit, your your defense, how much you can take, your agility, and your um, your magic kind of thing. So everybody can have their own little specialties that when you get then into a group it's kind of funny because you got that wow mentality of we're going on a raid (laughs) and um and so yeah it's fun and then you got like the 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 levels are quirky they're they're really cool they're funny they're um it's 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 kind of funny to see a bear crap himself you know it's not something you see (laughs) in every game so (laughs) but uh yeah so we've been playing that and then um what else i pre-ordered the little big planet finally because I can't wait to get that sucker.
1: It looks pretty amazing from what I've seen.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it looks great. And I had to, I wanted to make sure that I pre-ordered it because I wanted the bonus, I want the God of War skin. <laughs> so there was no way in hell I was not going to pre-order that sucker because I gotta have it. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, we're really looking forward to that because again, that's a good fun one for the family. You can all get together, kind of thing, and make levels work together, making levels and things like that.
1: Yeah, I saw the uh, sack girl and sack boy. Um, preview. Yeah, I mean, I just thought that was pretty insane. Just all the different things that they're doing with it.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's it's you're 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 limited by your creativity, basically, is all it is. Well, and time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, it's going to be great to sit down. Like I've got my PS3 hooked up to the 50 inch plasma, so we'll have plenty of screen real Ew. estate that we can actually play with and and do all manner of stuff. Like two of us together, um, I would assume you can do up to four players, probably. I don't know. Like, I've got three controllers. I'm going to be trying out to see if we can get three playing at the same time.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. And then there's uh, Fallout 3s coming out as well, which is going to be... yeah. Oh, man. I'm actually debating which one to get it for. I'm thinking I'm probably going to get it for the PS3. I, uh, I'm i always afraid with the burning with the PS3 because I got it hooked up to my Plasma, whereas the, the, the Xbox is hooked up to the... An LCD, a forty-six inch LCD, but then like a lot of people are playing the Xbox for different games. I figure, okay, well, this will give me something else to play on the the PS3. So, but then I'm gonna miss the achievements. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm getting to be an achievement whore, man. I, <laughs> I gotta have them. Uh, so,
1: it's gonna probably be like Oblivion. Dude, you don't even need achievements. This is gonna be an amazing game itself.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? I've been playing the crap out of Oblivion. We, we picked it up. <laughs> I picked up the 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 game of the year edition, and um, and I only just picked it up what a month and a half ago, if that. And I'm I'm playing it all the time. I I just yeah. Christ.
1: It's like wow, you'll go into phases. I mean when I I got it a while ago and then when first installed it, I swear I played it like no tomorrow for three months straight. It was just there's so much to do and so much like that you haven't done that you have to go do.
0: Yeah. Well I had bought it when it first first came out, I'd bought it for the PC and we'd played it only a little bit and then stopped. And part of the problem was is that I bought it, but I'm on a Mac. So I'd had to keep booting into windows whenever i wanted to play it and i find that gaming on the pc it's more of a i sit down to actually do work and then i get distracted and i play a game <laughs> <laughs> and that's how my games get played and here it's you can't do that you got to actually make a point of booting out of windows or sorry out of the, the mac os and then into windows so I, I played it for a little while and then i just kind of lost interest and, and stopped playing so we yeah, I got I this yeah, I figured. You know what? It was mainly the wife that, that wanted it, so I, I picked it up, and I'm playing it tons more than her now. <laughs> <laughs> like like it's, <laughs> it's not fair to her, but it's true. So, but yeah, you've no. done the Dark Brotherhood, right? I actually. <laughs> this is my, my, my special weekend I had a couple of weekends ago where I ate that moldy hot dog and so was held up uh, for one day and then I bashed my head in a cupboard the next day. So during those, those few days there where I was incapacitated in one way or another, <laughs> I managed to get to the top spot of the guilds, uh, Thieves Guild and get to the top spot of the Dark Brotherhood as well.
1: Alright, good. I have to ask you this. Was Dark Brotherhood not the most fun you've had in the game in a long time?
0: You know what? Actually, I will say the same for the Thieves Guild too, which is why I'm now working my way through the Fighters Guild quests as well as the Mages, although I got my ass kicked out of the Mages Guild, so I gotta get back in. But I'm <laughs> hoping they're gonna be as amazing, because I finished the the Guilds, uh, the Thieves Guild one first, and I was blown away. I mean, again, I, I think that Wow! Spoiled questing for me, not in a good way. Because I, yeah. it's like it ruined questing. I should say because you you're expecting crap. It's not going to have a good storyline. And I mean, with the exception of a few quests in WoW, for the most part, it's it it's, it's it really ruins your attitude in terms of questing, <laughs> which is what Oblivion all is is all about. So when I started the the Thieves Guild one, it like even the first few are a ton of fun yeah and then as you progress through and you actually towards the end i guess you know how many years later it's not a spoiler alert when you actually steal the an elder scroll at the end it's like holy crap
1: <laughs>
0: it was just fantastic and you're
1: actually like kind of on the edge of your seat I, did you do the thieves quest one i did yeah actually i <laughs> the thing that blew me the way the most about it was the ending like <laughs> well, holy shit you the, know?
0: yeah the um, the blind monks or whatever they yeah. yeah they're monks I think and you're like holy crap in hell this is amazing <laughs> and then I did the dark brotherhood the day after that was with the cupboard to the door or the cupboard door to the forehead one so I mm-hmm. sat down and I ran through all of those and um, everything from the when you gotta slaughter the, the sanctuary family mm-hmm. on up Everything from that point was like, it just kept getting better and better.
1: Yeah, definitely. My favorite was the, um where we had to break into that, uh oh, what was it? The abandoned castle, and you had to just go through this, like, just, it's so many traps in there, and you had the walking skeletons, and you finally got to them. That was awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, that's when you get to the listener at the end. Yeah. I hate that place. My, uh,
1: Loved it as a thief.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I enjoyed that too, but my magic wasn't strong enough, still isn't. So a lot of those guys were ripping to shreds, and so I just hated it. I had to keep saving over and over and over again. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> but once you're out of there, and then you get your dead drop orders, and then you don't have to worry about that anymore. That was like, okay, good. But, uh, I mean, when you go into that uh, the old lady's house where... You, you killed her and her family and um, and they've got the listener hung upside down and they tortured him and everything oh yeah it's like holy crap <laughs> like, what you, you don't see that in games very often
1: <laughs> well you got that journal on the old his mother's head with them
0: when I uh, I stole the head of course and then when I finished the um, the 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 Dark Brotherhood quest and you can use the sanctuary as your home if you want. I used the vampire's room at the very back and I set up the head in the middle of the table and that was my goal nice. It took a long time, kind of fooling around to place it correctly, but I got the bastard. And that's yeah, <laughs> I got a head on a table. There you go. That being said, though, I was playing the other day and I'd been using it to store all my stuff because I got tons of stuff. And I went over, and I'm checking all my stuff, and it had all disappeared. And I don't know if it was a glitch in the game where it had reverted to the original stuff that's in all those cupboards, but it was like, you know, the gold trim shoes kind of crap and the the useless stuff. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. (laughs) So I actually went, I had to go back to an earlier save where it was all there. And so I scooped everything up, and then I had to go into my 2,000 gold shack in the Imperial Palace and just drop everything there.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. I mean, that, that was supposedly, it was, you're not supposed to drop your stuff in any regular thing, well, because what I, it will revert after a certain amount of time.
0: What I'd heard was that once you finished off the Dark Brotherhood, that place was safe. And once you finished off the, the Thieves Guild, there's a master bedroom upstairs. Once the, you get the the Guild Hall, and you can use that as well. well I ain't using either because I don't trust either. Of them. So I, <laughs> I bought a shack in the Imperial Palace for for, for two thousand, and I'm just dumping everything in there. There you go. So yeah. So other than that, not much else new in gaming wise, except for the uh, I don't know if you played any of the Burnout Paradise. The they got a big patch coming out uh, tomorrow actually, which introduces the bikes and everything else.
1: I never got into it. I mean, I saw it. I saw a couple of videos of it. Just uh, I'm not big on racing games.
0: Yeah, I actually enjoy the burnout one a lot. It's it's a lot of fun, and especially if you're just kind of going around and crashing through crap, it's a lot <laughs> of fun. So well, because I like I like the MotorStorm as well. Although I tried the the MotorStorm Pacific Rift, I bought uh, I bought the newest core through PSN and through that, you get the beta into the beta for Pacific Rift. And I gave it a, a shot. And, like, there's some neat things that they introduced where you got your split screen racing, which is one of the things that was missing from uh, the first Mordor Storm. So it's nice to be. really, able to, Yeah. It's nice being able to race with someone right beside you kind of thing.
1: Wow. No uh, split screen. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, but other than that, like, I know it's just a beta and I know it was only like one level, but still not not enough reason to pick it up. Yeah. So uh, when you're looking at Burnout Paradise, they introduce so much in that. That's so much fun. And this is their third free update, major update that they've put through. Like these guys really care about you guys, like us, and they're, they're putting out a lot of stuff for free, which I kind of, you got to respect that, even though the game is a year old.
1: It's like Valve for the 360. Yep. If they care about their customers.
0: Yep. Yeah. So hence Portal. New Portal coming out. Really? New Portal? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to be uh, Still Alive. They're they're calling it right now. So oh, jeez. Oh, I can't wait to give me some of that. That'll be fun.
1: Uh, man, I'm waiting for Left 4 Dead, my friend. Left 4 Dead.
0: Yeah, there's... Yeah, there's... I, I heard it termed where they're calling the... Uh, they call the fall the gaming season, and it's true. There's... Uh, Gaming season and, and new TV season. I don't know how people are supposed to find time for their spouses. <laughs> so because right now I'm getting caught up on some of the shows just so that I can be ready for when they start up again. Like I, I actually watched every episode of The Office. I, I Again, another one where I'd been making a point of not watching because I knew I'd get hooked. <laughs> so I I watched every single episode and now I'm just I'm hooked. I can't wait for that show to start up again.
1: I uh, i don't know you know like I watched a couple episodes I enjoyed it I never got hooked from it though but I've only seen about four episodes I'd have to probably sit down and you know actually watch them one by one and kind of get yeah that's like, the thing really hooked
0: by it. you get more if you especially if you start from the beginning and work your way through kind of you really get hooked on the characters a lot more I didn't think I would but yeah that one and I can't wait for heroes to come out
1: I never and see I got that one was weird. I got into the very first season, started watching the episodes, you know, one, two, three, four, and they just stopped. And now I've had zero interest in it. And oh, everyone's really? About it, and it, I just I've lost all interest in it. I don't know why.
0: Hmm. Well, the the first season was much better than the second. The second one had some pretty serious issues, um, and they used too many shortcuts that I didn't. I thought we were pretty cheesy kind of thing. But the first season was phenomenal. It was really, really good. So I and, and apparently they know what they did wrong in the second one, so they're gonna be fixing that with the third. And um, they've actually got some episodes out that you can watch little clips of the new season. And so far it's looking pretty good. So it's gonna be it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Okay. So and other than that, there's like a, we watch a couple of Sitcoms like the uh, the Big Bang Theory we love, and the Rules of Engagement, and Two and a Half Men, of course. So, but uh, and then I'm gonna have to get caught up on Battlestar Galactica. Of course, I've still. <laughs> I, I mean, I say caught up, but I've only watched the the, the pilot so far. So I I got four seasons to get caught up on. It'll take me a while. But uh, that's a great I'm joke a Star
1: too. Wars fan, man. If I start watching that, I swear I'm probably going to have an aneurysm. It's just going to coincide with each other.
0: Oh, you will? You will? Because yeah. I didn't think that it would be that good, but then I'd heard people saying how it's more of a drama than it is... It's more of a drama set in space. So to me, that sounds more like Firefly, say, kind of thing than a Star Trek. Yeah. So I thought, I can live with that because I love Firefly. I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I love Firefly. So if it's something like that, then yeah. See, and... I
1: didn't get into Star Trek either. It's just, It was mainly... I liked watching it because my parents used to watch it when I was a kid, and just, you know, the little memory thing, they're going, it's just Star Wars is the only true sci-fi series that's really pulled me, like, into it. Right. So, I don't know, you know, I'm weird like that.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the the same thing with the the new Terminator series, too, the Sarah Chronicles. That's another one that I've heard is phenomenal. I actually haven't watched it yet, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I heard... Like, I mean, when my mother tells me that it's good, <laughs> this is my <laughs> mom, she's saying she's watching the Terminator and Battlestar and loving them, and I'm thinking, oh, my God.
1: So, yeah, I guess I'll have to watch them. <laughs> hey, at least she's keeping up with the time. you got to give her props on that.
0: More than me. That's the scary thing. <laughs> Don't ask her to check her email because she doesn't know how to click an icon on the desktop, but she knows oh, all about Terminator and Battlestar Galactica, let me tell you. <laughs> so... And almost done. We should touch on the crap going on with your politics right now, because really, we we don't have much to touch on mine. There's there's probably only four Canadians listening to the show, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sarah Palin, yeah, no, got,
0: and gotta love it. Yeah, it's 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 when politicians feed you such easy setups that uh, like there's so much with her that scares me. And to think that this soccer mom, if something – if if they ever got in and if something ever happened to McCain, you've got a soccer mom for a president.
1: It's not only that. It's the fact that – I mean this is turning into the California elections. I, I'm telling you, in four years, we're going to have a porn star, a clown, <laughs> a movie actor already trying to become president. I mean these people that are making comments about Sarah Palin, not the – not the criticism. I mean, the criticism is well deserved, but the fact that, oh, I was for Hillary, and the Democrats wouldn't pick a female vice president because they're not man enough, so I'm going to go Republican. It's like, how? Whoa, whoa! You are literally picking your vote for the future president of the United States based on because she has tits and a vagina. Yep. That's pretty much it. It's like, what is going on with your mind? Seriously. Well, the these th- people th- are th- running our country. <laughs>
0: yeah the th- the scary thing is is if you look at everything that she stands for, so much of it goes against what Hillary was all about, which then compounds the fact that no you're not bas- you're not choosing someone based on what they stand for, and that you support that so much as it's a woman,
1: yeah, that's it, you know, screw her ideals, screw what she stands for, screw that she has zero experience, she's a woman I'm gonna vote for, her. you know it's just it's such. This country is going to go down under, I'm telling you.
0: Well, it's just as bad choosing someone based on their race. When they're making such a big deal about Obama being the first black president, and I'm thinking, well, that's all well and good, but choose someone based on their experience and what they can bring to the table, not that they would be a groundbreaking president because they're the first black one, kind of thing.
1: Exactly. I would love to be a part of it. You know, I'd love to be able to be like, yeah, this is where I was when the first black president, you know, kind of races, a little bit of racism gets buried with it, but that's not what it's about. It's about his ideas. Ideals and it's about the other party's ideals.
0: Yeah, I was actually just watching a thing on McCain, uh, one of his speeches today, and I was laughing my ass off because he is promising the world. They they can they can pretty much do anything. Yeah, and uh, and it just made me laugh because you're thinking really you're going to do all this in four years. That's your plan, and that's my big beef with the politics too. Is that unfortunately you wind up that you are um, you'd like to be voting for what someone is representing and what they're saying they're going to do. However, you know that as soon as they get in office, they're just going to do whatever the hell they want anyways. I mean, that's something that's notorious here in Canada, where you get someone that's promising the world, and then literally a week after they're in, they're breaking their campaign promises. And it's like, you should be held accountable for that. But people are stupid, and they're going to vote for that party again.
1: Look at Bush. Look at all the shit that he promised.
0: Yep. Well, not just what he promised, but what he did, what he pulled (laughs) off. And yet, boom, he's back in. (laughs) <laughs> so, and and it's scary to think that, you know, they could stay in office because now, and it's such a, a media ploy, get Sarah in, and we're going to swing a whole bunch of voters. The scary thing is, is that, I mean, instead of being reprimanded for this and, and being called the jackass that he is, people are supporting this. Again, the Hillary voters are supporting her.
1: Yep. So, and they're eating it up like cake. Yeah. You know, everything he says. Yeah. yeah it's disappointing.
0: Well, on that note, we will close out the show. Uh, Thanks for joining. And Sean, of course, thanks for taking the time for this. We're looking at just short of an hour here that this took. And uh, like I was telling you beforehand, I fully expect that the first few of these are going to be crap, but eventually, this is my promise to everyone listening, we're going to try to get better. We may not, but the effort is there. And like your wife says to you every night, it's the effort that matters. It's not your performance, Sean. (laughs) All right. On that note, we will say good night, and we will talk to you all later. See you. I can hear the dog, and I'm thinking, okay, someone's at the door. Whatever. It'll stop.
1: No one's here. I don't know what they're barking at for 10 minutes straight.